I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 80. Yeah, we rounded another 10 numbers. Yeah, woo! I am the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan, and this is the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. Hello! Today we are going to talk about uh, the new season of anime, which is like the main thing that's going on right now, and holy crap, is 2016 starting off with a bang? Well, we hope so. <laughs> Everything that I've seen so far is awesome. Yeah, so far so good. Uh, I haven't watched as many of you as you have Yet, yeah, but we'll, I'm getting on it. We'll talk about that more during the what we're watching section. We don't have a lot of news, which is good because we're going to have a lot to talk about elsewhere. Maybe we'll also have some new snacks to try later on. Oh, that sounds exciting, right? What? Get a podcast preview of snacks. Hooray. Anyways, we do have a little bit of news, so why don't we ring the news bell? News. Check this out. I didn't know this, but it was uh, Evan from Boston Bastard Brigade's uh, birthday yesterday from this recording, and we went into Boston, we hung out all day, and we went to a uh, Barnes & Noble yep. while we were there, and I checked out the magazine racks, and I came across anime magazines. I had no idea that anime magazines were still in print. S- specifically Otaku USA. Yeah. Which Otaku USA did stop printing for a while. They are a... Online magazine only now. They they only do online issues, which we do get some of their, our news things from, but the things that they post online are not the kind of things that they post in their magazine. Like, they post some really strange news stories online. We get a lot of our strange news from them when we use them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I found a hard copy print of one of their things issues that was... It said February 2016 was the order date, but it seems like they were talking mostly about stuff from last season. Hmm. They had... Here, let me grab them. We have them right here handy. Yeah, right here. Yeah. Wouldn't you know? See? Good radio. <laughs> so we had an Otaku USA, which was February 2016, and they uh, had... It's got an, Full Metal Alchemist It's got Full Metal Alchemist on the cover because they were advertising, like, oh, hey, how does it hold up? Like, how does the original Full Metal Alchemist hold up during, you know, this new era of anime? Like, outside of, like, now that... Um, outside of the manga being finished and the remake. Uh, okay, and, and, the, and the Brotherhood. Yeah, so the original series, you know, making a comeback, how does it work? It doesn't. <sighs> yeah, it was just never as good. What are you eating, Andrew? One of those snacks we may be talking about later. Okay. 
The other one I got was Anime USA, which is Otaku USA's sister magazine, which is a quarterly magazine. This one says Spring 2016. Huh. However, they are reviewing, like, the entire thing is reviews of anime. It's it's just a review anime magazine. Weird. But Ooh, every... Prison school. Yeah, everything in it is from uh, fall of 2015. Because they have, like, Prison School, World Trigger, uh, they had... That was Google 13. Ooh, yeah. Ushio and Tora. Ushio and Tora, which they said is awesome because it is. Because they're not liars. Yeah. Uh, so they had a whole bunch of that stuff, too. Haikyuu, uh, of course, like, they had... But the print in it was, was really nice, like, it was really well professional, which was really weird, because at one point in Otaku USA, there was an article about Sword Art Online... And the game, I think it was it was, but they were using art assets from it, and they were so pixelated, oh, like they were using these really small JPEG images. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, the uh, Sword Art Online game got released, and it's definitely a fan game because it's uh, one of those grinder types where you just fly around Alfheim uh, Live, and repeatedly just beat the heck out of. Whatever the heck do they have in the game. So it doesn't really seem that fun. It tricked you. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone forever. Ooh, Haikyuu. Yeah, it's, it, see, like, look how high quality is. Uh, yeah, look how high quality is. Jeez. See how all this looks so nice? And then, Yeah, they have, like, character cutouts and with backdrops. And, and overlays. It's, yeah, it's, it's laid out as a great magazine print. After not printing a magazine for so long, they still got what they do. Ooh, is that Miraniki? There it is. <laughs> look at see, look at this. Look how pixelated that is. Picture of Shinon. Maybe they did that on purpose because she's a digital character. I don't know because they did it for this one too. It just doesn't look good. Yeah, that's like a blown up. It's the if, for those of you who obviously can't see this, the picture has been just blown up. It seems from a smaller scale and. It, it just pixelated itself. So Luckily, it's... that's the only one. There's literally nothing else in this magazine that has that, so I'm wondering if it is printed like that on purpose. Anyways, the reason why I brought up these magazines was because there actually are some really interesting news articles in here. For in instance, the main one that I found in the Otaku USA one was that there's a Kickstarter campaign for a new RPG. And I'm talking about like a tabletop RPG. For anybody yeah. who likes Naruto, Ninja Scroll, or anything like that, there is one called... Um, Shinobigami, uh, a Japanese tabletop RPG, being kickstarted from December 2016 to January 2016. So by the time you're hearing this, it's probably going to be over. But I'll put a link in the description anyways, because it's very interesting. As you know, we've done JRPGs in the past, and there are plenty more out there to do. But I think that this is really interesting, because there are so many different clans and skills to go through it goes into all like there's 66 different skills that you can get in the game which sounds like a lot but apparently it's really a really simple system to use because everything's run by 2d6s really that's that's good i like simple systems yeah, the when it comes to simple rpgs the class system is a whole bunch of different clans uh, the, there's an agency which is in Japanese politics, and you're in a private a private academy clan that um, hire that hires ninja. There's a spy agency disguised as a school, so there's like I think that might be like a rogue class. I don't know. Blah blah blah. The lost ones, which don't have a clan, um, but they use ESP, so they can use disguise and invisibility. A ninja army, which is high physical strength. 
And then there's like the bloodline of the Oni, which are descendants of yokai, which use magic and necromancy. All that stuff is really cool, and I really want to check out the campaign. Well, there we go. Actually, so it seems like that the article I picked up was a little outdated because it's already over. I mean, it would have already been over by the time that you listen to this pro- podcast anyways, but it raised almost $90,000 and 1,500 people backed it, which is awesome. I'm wondering what where it's going to go, like the campaign itself. I wonder how you know, you're going to be able to get this game. Are they going to market retail it? I mean, they were only looking for $14,000, and so that means that they made, like, 500% their goal. Holy crap. Yeah. So I hope that means that it's going to come to stores, or at least you can buy the the book for it somewhere online. Because I missed it, and now... And now I want it, and now I want it, you know? So I thought that was really neat, and, uh, and I thought that... Picking up the magazine, you know, was such an interesting aspect because I haven't picked up magazines in such a long time. Uh, The other one that they had there was this magazine that I never heard of called Neo. And I found out upon reading it that it is a review magazine, an anime review magazine from the UK. And there's a whole bunch of cosplay in here from the UK. There's anime reviews. There's an article called Chibi Street Style where they go through uh, Gangaru Center guys and a whole bunch of other fashions from Japan. And it seems like uh, the weird thing that I saw was it seems like there was oh they're a little behind the times because they're reviewing stuff that we got in fall. Like the main cover is Samurai Flamenco, and then there was an advertisement for Food Wars and other like that, saying, "Hey, look what we're getting in 2015." They had a, uh, or sorry, 2016. Mm-hmm. They had a One Punch Man review article in it, and that stuff was already over here. But oh, hey, uh, musicians, I know. Yeah, and they also have, they're all going to be in the UK doing a tour because they. That's the other thing here. Like this whole thing is based around Japanese superheroes. And so they do um, a whole bunch of superhero articles, but they also talk about cons. Like, they talk about cons all around the UK. They have um, an article in here uh, about how anime is getting big in Scotland. Really cool stuff. Really interesting. You know, it's, it's funny because now that I read them, I'm like, well, I already knew all this stuff. And obviously the anime reviews that I read were, were I mean, they're pretty accurate. They're Like, all the good animes were good and all the bad animes were bad. And I, I had seen them all. So I, I, other than that, I... I I still really enjoyed them, but the the news article that I got from them was basically the RPG one. Like that's the only thing out of three three magazines that I bought. That's the only one that I that I found that was like super useful. Great. So Japanese magazines or magazines still obsolete. Go on the internet. Still obsolete. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's I guess that's the end game to this. But uh, good on you, Otaku USA, for sticking around. Man, I used to love magazines so much when we had Game Pro and stuff. Oh, so good. That was back um in you know. Middle school. Yeah. And actually, even elementary school. We're still on my, I remember the very first issue of uh, Game Pro Magazine that we got had Tomb Raider on the front. Yeah, it did. And it not was... just like... It was It was like Tomb Raider... Not even three. It was two. like one or two. It was two. It I was, think it was yeah. Tomb Raider 2. <laughs> so that early. Yeah. That is how long we've been collecting magazines for. And we unfortunately... We stack them Yeah, unfortunately, you feel the times sometimes. And you say, well, I guess... 
magazines really truly are obsolete. Yeah. We do have some other news stories, though. I have one media news and one gaming news. You do? Yeah. Okay. So, most ev- most everybody has seen this already, uh, but the Berserk trailer. Oh, yeah. Um, so, two- 2016 uh, releases, you know, a bunch of new stuff, obviously, one of which was, hey, more Berserk! And it's in that, you know, crazy CG that the movies were in. Uh, where they mix CGI bodies and movement for easier animations, and then they animate 2D faces on top of them, and then when it's a really close-up shot, everything goes 2D, and it's a really not a seamless motion at all, but I don't care because Berserk is freaking awesome. The trailer was pretty cool. I actually only just saw it right before this recording because you showed it to me, mm-hmm. and I had heard how cool it was and everything like that, but I just never got around to watching it. Yeah, so I saw it almost immediately when it got released. I think um, one of our friends tagged me in the post they made on Facebook or something like that, because they were like, you like Berserk, here you go! And then I watched it, I was sitting at work uh, at my desk, and I was like, wow, you know, I um, <laughs> making noises that I shouldn't be making in the middle of work, but yeah. I did anyway. I think that the reason why I avoided watching it was because I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to watch it because I've only seen the movies. I haven't read the manga, so I don't know what's going to happen in this one. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's a direct continuation from the movies, or hopefully it's a direct continuation from the movies because the movies end right where the Dark Ages begin, uh, which is where the manga starts. So, the manga starts in the Dark Ages, and you get a little bit of guts being like, and you're kind of like, what's going on? Why is this happening? And then it, all of a sudden, it flashes back and goes back to when Guts... Like, all the way back. Yeah, when Guts is a teenager, and he's just a a lone mercenary fighting wars, and then he gets hired by the, you know, the Nighthawks? Or whatever it is. I'm not sure. I forget. It's been a while. I need to watch it again, because Berserk is awesome. Uh, But that's where the movies start. The movies start at the Golden Age... And go up to where the Dark Ages begin. And so this anime is going to be where the Dark Ages are. And you're going to find out all that gruesome, horrible mess of a story, which is so beautifully done. Why aren't you doing the manga anymore? Well, you're doing the manga. It just takes forever to do an issue. Oh, get motivated. Get motivated. (laughs) Because everybody needs Berserk. We at least need an ending to Berserk because poor Casca. Poor Casca. (laughs) I love Casca. She was so great. Um, she was a good female uh, protagonist character, and she's just so tragic. Like that's like what you just—it's one of those things where she's kind of left in limbo, you know, as as far as the story goes. Watch it, you'll see, you'll see, and you'll understand my feelings. So, Berserk, highly recommended. Watch the trailer if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'm super excited for the new series to come out. Even if maybe they'll decide just like, well, maybe we'll make it more movies. Totally cool. More Berserk doesn't matter. More Berserk. Yeah. Next up, uh, I actually am just bringing forward some gaming news because it's relevant to me. Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) And anybody else who has a 3DS, uh, Fire Emblem. Oh my gosh, not Monster Hunter. Yeah. I think there's only one game that rivals my Nintendo-ness of love of Monster Hunter, and that is Fire Emblem, because I bought Fire... I bought my 3DS to get Fire Emblem. Well, we have more information about the game because it's only a couple months away from actually being released. Actually, less than a couple months uh, from being released. So we have like all this information now that people might be interested in. So Fire Emblem, it, you this is the game where, hey, your created main character is actually the main character of the story now. Interesting. So it's not going to be something like in the last one, in Awakening, when Krom was it and you were found as, yeah. like, to be a sub-character. Yeah, you're, you had an important role, but you kind of were um, a supporting role in the game. 
which is fine, because uh, Fire Emblem jumped to one of my favorite games I've ever played ever. So now that we have this new one, you're getting new features, we get two games, and if you buy one game you get a discount on buying the next game digitally so like you that's buy, very strange so you buy I like it yeah you buy the cartridge for the first game and then you can go onto the e-store the e-shop and buy okay. it for like half price but this game is not going to be like a pokemon x and y red and blue sort of thing right it kind of is so but except um it's not the same game like uh it's both two discs are two different stories interesting so um the uh, birthright disc. So your character is born from one family and adopted by another family and their rival clans. Now the you're adopted to the Nor, which are the quote unquote bad guys, which they're not really the bad guys. They're just ruled by an evil emperor. And then the uh, Hoshida clan is the one you are actually re uh, blood related to, but you're a stranger to them. So it's it's really cool because then they're the quote unquote good guys. So chances are they're gonna start fearing you, like you're the, you're affiliated with the bad guys, but you're actually one of the good guys. No, so it's well, it depends on which game you get. So if you buy Birthright, you play with the uh, the good guys, and you have to raid the Nor clan mm -hmm. uh, and th overthrow the uh, the empire or the emperor, the evil emperor. If you get uh, Conquest. You have to take down the evil emperor still from within the Nor clan. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be clashes between the characters. It's, uh, once again, a waifu simulator. I actually checked on the charts for characters in this game, and there are tons of characters. There's going to be tons of characters to create weird crossover relationships with, and apparently there's still a child system in play somehow, which I'm very excited for. Uh, because the child system was good, not great in Awakening, uh, because it had that whole time jump thing. I'm hoping that there's going to be a time jump, like an actual time jump in this, and maybe you actually have a, ch a child. Mm. Like That would be so cool. That's all I really want to bring to the table is that, hey, Fire Emblem is right around the corner. We have all this new information on it, and it's gearing up to be the best Fire Emblem ever. It's getting really good reviews on, in Japan. So. Every Fire Emblem's the best Fire Emblem ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's time for some strange news. Yay, what? News. And guess who gave us this one? A cat from Nerdy Show. He texted me the other day. He was like, have you seen this? He reads a, a comic book called Bitch Planet, which I wasn't really familiar with at all. Or interested in. Or interested in. But every issue has an article in the back that has to do with some sort of feminist point, I guess. But he sent me this one. <laughs> That was from about this article from Japan about this woman who's an artist. Now, this artist, she has been arrested twice. Twice. In <laughs> Japan. Yep. For, she, well, she is Japanese. In, oh, she is Japanese. She is Japanese. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and she was arrested in Japan twice because um, of her art. She... <sighs> There's this really weird cultural thing in Japan where... Like, if, if you show or talk about something like a penis on TV or or any form of media, it's perfectly fine. But the second that you that you mention a vagina, it's completely wrong. And, like, if it's on TV, you'll get canceled or whatever. You'll get shut off. You'll be told to quit. 
Something like that. It's kind of like back in the 1950s when uh, they couldn't say that Lucy was pregnant on I Love Lucy. Yeah. it's so a, She's expecting. But it's still something today. Like, it's yep. happening today, which is a really weird double standard in the culture. Yeah. Oh, and that is a, an amazing double standard. Yeah. And, but, but, okay, so there's this artist lady. She, her art is all based on her lady bits. She makes molds of it. She makes molds of her lady bits, and she has... <laughs> the, the, the picture from the article is her in a canoe of herself. That's really big. Like, what is that? Like... <laughs> it's huge. Took a mold of it, got a 3D printing of it, oh, and she okay. made a canoe. Okay. That is shaped like a vagina. And... Yeah, a vagina. <laughs> and, uh... There... <laughs> There was, uh, also, she sells phone cases that just, like, the back of the phone case has an imprint of it, almost like a Hollywood Walk of Fame with the handprints, except lady bits. Oh, okay. And then... What? Yeah. (laughs) And then she also sells these little light-up chibi figures. Like, she made a cartoon character, chibi figures, that is in the shape. So, I suppose it's understandable... As far as, like, selling a product, like, selling... I mean, if you're... She's trying to sell the product as art. Yes. Which is understandable. Okay. In America, that would fly. Yeah, it would, but um, we also don't have in mainstream media the penis or the vagina. Well, that's true. And, like, you can't just show that stuff and it be okay. It has to be pornographic in order to show any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, if you think of something like even in Japan, they have like the the penis festival where they have giant floats going down the street. They do? Yeah. You haven't seen those? No, I'm not familiar with this. Yes, they have. They do have that before. Parades with giant floats. Okay. Of giant man parts. Yeah, because if you really think about it, like if you're selling like a phone case that just has a big vagina on it, like that's like, that could be seen as pornographic. Cause that, it, yeah, because it, it's it's almost like if you had like an image on your phone, like not not like a molding of it, but an image, just an image of something like that on your phone. People would be like, "Whoa!" Like, no, no, no! Like, don't let my kids see that. Yeah, right. Um, which, and I know a lot of people are gonna be like, "That's bleh, bleh. like I don't agree. Like everything, no censorship ever." And like, I'm totally cool. Like, if it's a cultural thing, we don't show it. It's fine. Like, keep like keep the innocence of our children safe. I'm cool with that. Like, so so don't backlash or complain. But um, you know, I just see like if if like if one thing can be said, the other thing should also be said. Yeah, but which is which is the case for Japan. Yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of this is kind of taken as like a revolutionary art thing, and the statement has certainly been made. It's obviously made waves enough to be posted about article. We're talking about it. What the heck? But that's most certainly as strange as it gets. I'm sorry. I should probably mention the artist's name. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? We were so we were building up to what she actually did yeah, that we the, didn't actually say her name. Her name is Megumi Igarashi. She she makes molds of her of her lady junk. That's most certainly as strange as it gets. Yay, as strange as it gets. And also a little bit of the fetish of the week. Little bit, yeah. <laughs> but w- that we don't really have anything else. So what what else do we have? What we're watching. What are we watching? Okay. Yes. So before we jump into the new season of anime. Um, I'm gonna jump into some older stuff that I've been watching. Like, I have some older stuff, too. Yeah, everybody's been, uh, everybody who goes on our Facebook page is aware of that massive mess of anime I bought. 
uh, for Christmas, uh, including, you know, No Game, No Life, Tenchi, whatever. I finished No Game, No Life in the first week that I got it, and it was awesome. It was amazing. Everybody everybody is already familiar with No Game, No Life, except for me. So, <laughs> so I bought it, and I'm really happy with it. I uh, just want to be expecting a season two, because uh, the first season goes through the first three light novels of No Game, No Life. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how many light, light novels there actually are. I don't know either. But, um, but that was the, the anime is the first three light novels. Yeah, but there's most certainly a lot more story to be happening, that's for sure. Yep. So that's good to know, and that was a really great anime. I really appreciated it, but everybody already knows about that. I finished Tenchi Universe, which everybody knows I finished the other Tenchi Muyo series, the OVA, which is the which is the true series. The true series, the one that the actual Tenchi Muyo creator acknowledges and likes. But Tenchi Universe is like loosely based off of the OVA series, where uh, they just change the way the characters are introduced. They change, I don't know, love interests and not really the love interests are still there but the enemies are different and story goes a completely different direction eventually but it's the same universe or a different take on the same universe uh and it was great i really enjoyed it i if you just like tenchi it's entertaining like tenchi is mm-hmm. and then i also started tenchi gxp which is a spiritual successor like a spiritual sequel to the ova series uh-huh. so the Tenchi characters, the Tenchi Muyo characters aren't actually in it. It's based off of a secondary character from Tenchi Muyo. Interesting. And has a different harem. Uh. Like, a different guy, a different harem. Uh, it's cool. It's entertaining like Tenchi. Yeah, it's actually good. Like, despite the fact there aren't any of the characters we know and love. Yeah, I think the girls are really funny. Like, the first time you meet, like, one of the main girl, I was like, I was not expecting that. Like, oh, that, that personality is not what I expected out of that. Uh Uh-huh. So that's really cool. But the main character's a little weird. He has a lot of really bad luck, so everything he does gets messed up. Like, Uh and there's a little black cloud that follows him, essentially, and just breaks him down. (laughs) Um, it sounds kind of like a Ken Akamatsu character. Yeah, except this one is very much like just bad luck. Like, he'll be riding his bike and all the screws will be popping out as he rides it. And then he passes by people and their phones break or they fall down. or <laughs> He's bad luck. Like, think Hollick. Think uh-huh. Hollick how uh, Himawari was a bad luck charm. Yeah. Spoilers. Well, no, the ring was. <laughs> the ring was. Spoilers. Oh. <laughs> So that w- that's good. I'm so that's what I'm going through as my tension. I'm making my way through every single Tenchi series at the moment. Uh, so that just so you know, uh, so GXP is what I'm going through right now. Then I'm going to go through Tenchi in Tokyo, which has nothing to do with any Tenchi series at all, other than it has Tenchi Muyo in it or Tenchi Misaki in it. That's right. it. That's it. That's all it has to do. So I'll be doing that one next. Uh, and then I've been catching up on the gangsta manga. Okay. So I finished up to volume five of the gangsta manga. And that's where that's the where, anime ended. That is where the anime ended. So I have volume six with me right now. I'm going to be reading that and it's going to be completely new. Yeah. Uh, completely content. New More content. new content. And, but the gangsta manga is so awesome. Read it. You yeah. have to read the manga. The art is amazing. The story is really cool. The yeah. Char- the characters are great. You don't get any uh, any skipped uh, frames like yeah. in the anime and or anything like that. it's very violent. It's, it's depressing and violent. Uh, so I'm excited to get new content. And just as a little piece of news, uh, as an update as far as that goes, Volume 7 of Gangsta is coming out in July of 2016. That's cool. That's at least what it's slated for. So update on that. Woo-hoo. That's really far away though. And then there's a new Naruto manga that came out. The that final volume that is uh, about Boruto. 
So it takes well, it's not about Boruto. Yeah, it takes place in the Boruto universe, as far as Naruto goes. You know, which Naruto, is the same Naruto universe. <laughs> yep, Naruto has become Hokage, and Sarada. It's it's a story about Sarada, and she's looking for her dad. This is before she has ever met Sasuke, and she's eleven years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really cool. I've read it before. I read it when it was scan- just scanlations. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, but I did buy the manga, so it makes it all better. <laughs> um, I really wanted to read it, so forgive me. I have the volume now. It's great. If you guys are Naruto fans, make sure you buy it. It's more. It's just more Naruto. It's more Boruto on that. And and now that I've, I'm reading it for the second time and I've read through all of Naruto, it makes a little bit more sense now. I can put string pieces together and I know who characters are. It's brilliant. But what you're saying is if I read it, I'll still enjoy it. Because I haven't read... Yeah, you'll still enjoy it. it. You'll be a little bit more confusing. You'll be like, who's that? Like, what do you... I don't know. I Why guess, do I care? Yeah, I guess I get it. No, you'll care. You'll care. But uh, you'll just have a different take on it like I did. Right. So. At first. Great. Uh, yep, well, I've been, I've been watching some... I'm catching up on some series from 2015 that made a difference. Mm-hmm. Like Gate. Everybody talked about Gate for a while. So I watched the entire series of that. I binged it. It's about the Japanese Self-Defense Force... Uh, goes into this gate that opens up in Tokyo and it leads to this fantasy world and the fantasy world opens up opens up the portal and attacks everybody and the self-defense force the Japanese self-defense force just destroys them <laughs> like unbelievably saw power and all the fantasy people are like oh my gosh we made a mistake oh you know what I'm as you, you keep talking I'm gonna add this to my crunchy roll queue just to let it know yeah and they go into the gate and they set up a base and then all the major armies go and attack them and the Japanese self-defense force just destroys them because if you bring modern day technology and weapons to a medieval fight, obviously the medieval fight is going to lose. No matter how many dragons that breathe fire you have, you're going to lose. So then you like the whole series was great. It's going to get a season two, which thankfully it needs because it ended on a, oh my gosh, we need a season two thing where they introduced the Dark Elf at the end. And then uh, I also started, or sorry, I watched the first episode of School Live after the last episode where Evan was like, you have to watch it because of the writing. Oh yeah, that's right. I did watch that too. Yeah. And the first episode of School Live was very good. I I felt like they should have ended it right after the first episode. It should have just been a short film, and they ended right after the first episode, and it would have been amazing. However, the first volume of the manga came out, and I realized that the first episode, when they revealed the secret twist at the end of the first episode, which was awesome, yeah. is in the first ten pages of the manga. Is it really? Yeah. They, ten pages? Ten pages. You just, like, you just flipping through it, and there it is right there. So it's not a secret in the manga but it's a secret in the anime. Yeah, and the first yeah, it made a really cool short story yeah. within that first episode. But Evan says it just keeps getting better and like it just keeps rolling downhill. <laughs> it, from yeah, there. better or worse. Yeah, like, uh, we don't know. Worse in a good way. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, there was that one and then of course Nisekoi. I I started. I needed a really good harem. So you know what? I'm trying Nisekoi right now. It's super cute, super good. The animation is amazing. The characters are great. Their facial expressions that are drawn are awesome. And if you like Shonen Jump, it's yeah. a, that's also a good bonus. I, I picked up the first three volumes of the manga too because while we were at Barnes and Noble, they were having a buy two get one free. So I was like, yoink, right yeah. off the shelf. Buy two get one free manga. Yeah, which is very cool. Yes. Now, new season of anime. Okay, everybody get ready. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. <laughs> new season of anime. 
uh, is starting up. And every time a new season of anime starts, I always feel like it's a chore. Like, all right, I got to get on these animes. I got to make sure I get them in my Crunchyroll queue. Or I got to make sure I keep up on which days they come out on. And I got to learn their names because they're only written in Japanese <laughs> so that I can find them. And if, Yeah. Um, oh, it's such a bother, but it's so good because you get to get, see a lot of good TV. I feel the same way, too. And I'm watching currently exclusively only the ones on Crunchyroll. And I've watched three so far. And I have to say that winter of 2016 is already ramping up to have some of possibly the best anime of the year. Hmm. That's how I feel about it. First one that I watched was Myriad Colors Phantom World. Yeah, I watched that with you. By or I didn't watch it with you, but I watched it as well. By Studio Kyoto Animation. It's it so colorful. It is such a colorful anime. Yeah, it's very colorful, and, uh, well, actually, it's essentially, it's basically surrounded by color. It's, I mean, color's in the freaking title. Yeah. Uh, and the animation budget is high. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> the fight scenes are cool, they're fast, the characters are really interesting. They all have, like, these powers. <laughs> you don't think so? I mean, Jonathan and I have differing opinions on the show. Jonathan loves I the crap really out of like it. I really like it. I really, really like it. I watched it, and I was like, it's anime. Like, it's... I didn't think so. Yeah, it's anime with a high animation. And I'm not saying that that's not, that's not a bad thing. I did enjoy it. It's just probably not going to be the you best You think anime. it's going to fade away. You think that it's going to fade away once it's over. Or it's going to get better. Or like, or it will get better. Yeah, it's not gonna. I don't think. I don't see this becoming the most popular anime of the season at all. Uh, it's good, not great. The that blonde girl Mia is going to be everyone's new wife. She is pretty much exploding on the internet already. She's after cool. just after just one episode. However, I like the the uh, yokai eater girl. Yeah, the one who swallows. She them. is cool. Or cute. She's cute to me. Like she's just so you know. That is anime's goal. Timid. Make it cute. Yeah, timid so. and, you know, hideaway sort of... I think she's cute. Yeah, so that was a, it was it was a fun experience, but to me, it's just like, yes, we get it. You fight demons like every other anime. Like, let's have a brawl. And though, granted, they do have a cool thing where they don't just punch and kick demons to death. Like, some of the demons that they have to take down actually have different methods of taking them down. Yeah, you'll see in the first episode a couple different things, too. Um, they have to seal them away, almost like the Ghostbusters, except they ha everybody has their own special way that they have to take care of demons. Yeah, well, and except it's th this is their club. Like, their club is Yeah, it's in a school, school club. Like, everybody, everybody can see the demons, and every or not everybody can see the demons. Specific kinds of people can see the demons, and this is a school filled with people who can see the demons. This the, I'm, all I'm gonna say about this one specifically is there is gonna be so much doujinshi coming out from this. I'm cool. With so that. much, like a ton. Next one. Why makes you so confident about that? Just because of the characters. I, I I can read it. The characters themselves are just like they're so doujin worthy. I don't know. Is this gonna be considered a harem too? There's kind of a harem aspect uh, to it. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I, I see more action in it than... What does any chart say? The next one that I watched was Active Raid, and that one was cool. It's an action, kind of like Tiger and Bunny, but if everybody was cops instead of super, uh, superheroes. <laughs> everything has, um, uh, like, everybody has these uh, access to these giant suits of armor, and people are using them for crime, so there's this crime unit that uses those suits of armor to fight the suits of armor. And it's very Sentai-esque, but it's also very police drama-esque, too. I liked it. I thought it was cool. The world that they built was really cool. The 
technology that they invented was also really cool. Uh, if you just want a really cool action drama, uh, action kind of comedy-ish too, um, you watch Active Raid. That one's also on Crunchyroll. However, the one that I love the most and I think is going to end up on the best of 2016 after this whole year is over was the anime that came out that I watched, Erased. Mm. Erased. That's the one that I really, really want to watch next. Erased is a mystery crime thriller about this guy who almost has like a, a butterfly effect thing going on. As a matter of fact, he, there's there's like a glowing butterfly that, that floats through the screen every time he's about to flash back into something. But he goes through this little piece of life and then a butterfly shows up and it flashes him back between one and five minutes and he has to figure out what's wrong in the scene because somebody's about to do something bad and he has to figure it out. He hates doing, he hates figuring it out himself, but he has to because it's just like a good, normal, natured person thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole crime that opens up at the end that just blew my mind. I was watching it sitting by myself, and at the end of the episode, I just audibly said, Whoa! Like, unbelievable. I had my hands on my head. I could not believe it. Watch Erased. It was so freaking good. All right, I'll check it out. I'll let you know. Did you watch OG-san and Marshmallow? I did. (laughs) So, there's, once again, a myriad of short animes, which, you know, now that I think about it, like... A, a year ago, even. Not, not that many short animes. Yeah, short animes were not that popular. You know, and they were just picking up, like, at least two years ago. Two or three years ago. Yeah. Now, short animes, are, people love Ever. them. Yeah, they, yeah. They got short anime blocks. And like, they figured out that comedy works the best for it. Obviously, Pupil was a mess, and it was a horror anime as a short anime. That was stupid. Oh, yeah. And then they also had that one about the monsters that was, like, a, oh, yeah, they, a so motion yeah. graphic one. I watched the first episode. I was like, nah, it doesn't work. Yeah, I watched the first episode of that, too, but I, it's still in my queue. I might check it out, because the I, monster designs were cool. I feel like the block that they set up for, like, a half-hour block. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Where they just show like a consistent amount of short anime. It will work because you're like, you watch this one and then, okay, then the next one comes on. And is that probably, what it is? Yeah, yeah. They're like, short animes are like set in one little block. Oh, Okay. You know how, like, Adult Swim has 15-minute anime? Yeah. Uh, not anime, but 15-minute short cartoons? Yeah. And then they move on. Kind of like that, except they can be three, seven, five, you know, whatever, minute, however many minutes. Really? I wasn't a, I wasn't familiar with that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I watched Oji-san and Marshmallow, which is a comedy, a romance comedy about an office worker who's an older man, overweight, and loves marshmallows. Yeah. And there's an office lady... We can't really determine her age. Yeah, can't determine her age. 
but she's she's obviously a little older. Yeah. Um, but she's infatuated with him. She is infatuated with him and entices him with marshmallows because marshmallows are his favorite. <laughs> And it's so adorable. It's, a, it's adorable in a weird, creepy way because they're older people. I mean, not that older people can't be adorable, <laughs> yeah. but um, but it, it is adorable. It's abnormal. It's abnormally adorable. For anime, anyways. Abnormable. Abnormable. Um, I'm good with that. It's it's short, so you're not wasting your time if you don't like it, but I would recommend Oji-san and Marshmallow because it's so different, and I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, the jokes really hit. And, you know, Oji-san just does not pick up on it. Yeah, you know, he's like, completely clueless. Yeah, he's completely oblivious to the fact that this lady really loves him, like, a lot. And <laughs> like, she's so open. Like, she's like, I love you. And, like, oh, like pra- she doesn't say that, but she practically does. Like, when yeah. she's like, oh, look, it's the last marshmallow in the package. Do you want it? And he's like, I do want it. Like, don't I? Like, he's thinking, like, I do want it. And then she sticks it in her mouth and is like, there you go. Yeah. And he's just like, I want that marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. And or like the end of the episode, she gives him an entire bag and it's like, but you have to do something for me. Yes, name it, anything. A baby. A baby what? Yeah, a baby what? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so funny. That is so funny. So, short anime, Oji-san and Marshmallow. Watch it. That is also on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Um, let's see. Another... Those are the ones we've seen. Yeah. So, what else is starting now? There's Uyasan Wash... Um... Yeah, it's another short anime. Uyasan Washishunki, uh, which is about a middle school girl who's a landlady at an apartment. Yeah, it's just a slice-of-life comedy. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to checking it out, just because, I mean, one, the art's cute, it's a short anime, it's not going to waste my time. Yeah, it's again. short, why, why not, right? Well, granted, I've seen short animes where I'm just like, I'm not going to watch this anymore. I wanted to see Sushi Police, but it's not playing anywhere. Yeah, it's not licensed yet. Sushi Police, uh, the reason why I wanted to see it was because the 2020 Tokyo Olympics is, is what it's based off of, and, like, foreigners going around and getting sushi, and... The whole thing that that drew me into it was that OK Go is collaborating to do the opening for it. OK Go did their last music video, like their last epic music video of massive proportions in Japan. Yeah. In Japan, and so they must have they must have a following. I imagine they have a following in Japan because that's the kind of music pop music that gets popular over there mm-hmm. uh, is their kind of thing. Uh, so they probably have a huge following in Japan. It's probably coming up really nice. So they were just like, you want to do an anime opening? They're probably like, yeah, we love Japan. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Maybe like anime. Yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of cool too. I've always been a fan of OK Go for mostly for their art, but their music is kind of catchy. Yeah. Their music is catchy, but I would not put them on my iPod. Right. Well, I I don't know. I've, I've always had a soft spot for Here It Goes. Nah, I would not put it on my iPod. Really? I, it comes up on my, on my Pandora every once in a while and I love it. I really do. I love it. Okay, so Victor Jump, he uh, he likes a lot of indie music, and they and the <laughs> the station that he listens to plays the slow version of Here It Goes Again. What? Yeah, and it's like it's like an acoustic slow version <laughs> at very down tempo, and I'm just like, I don't like this song anymore. <laughs> oh wow! Thanks indie music for ruining everything. <gasps> Uh, what else is there that looks good to watch? Okay, so there's this one anime called, uh, Oishite, which is another short anime that it has not been licensed to anything yet, but the art is appealing. It's about another slice of life, about three girls in high school. That's all I know about it. Wow, that sounds exciting, Andrew. Right? Doesn't it sound exactly It like... sounds so exciting. Hang on, let's see. Yeah, there... I gotta be honest, 
there's nothing appealing about it except for the except art. Except for the art. That's it. Haikyuu Season 2 is still going on. Yes, it is. Yay! Crunchyroll, my favorite. Okay, how about this one? Uh, Kokaku no Pandora. It's the etchy, one of the etchy animes of the season. Okay. It's a sci-fi etchy and it has a cat girl in the front. Okay. So, I was like, I'm so gonna... that's why you're watching yeah, it. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to go for that one. But let's see. In an age when large-scale natural disasters frequently happen all over the world, when cyborgs and autonomous robots are beginning to appear on the markets in technology-advanced nations, oh, technologically-advanced nations, and major world powers compete for technology and resources, the divide between rich and poor grows, and the future for the poor looks bleak. In this transitional stage, everyone wanders around in a self-indulged daze, uh, and the way out isn't clear. This is the story of how two cybernetically enhanced girls meet. What? <laughs> what? So the first episode of that got released the other day, so I downloaded it just to check it out. Uh, it might be awful. It's probably going to be awful. But I'll watch the first episode just to see what it even is. That doesn't sound like anything etchy whatsoever. Yeah, it doesn't sound etchy, so I was like, how can that be in there? But I like cybernetic stuff, obviously. And I like technologically advanced rich versus poor kind of ordeals so we'll see how that goes that's that that it actually i actually have a legitimate reason for watching that one because it has theme at themes that i like there was an, there's another one on there called dagashi kakaishi dagashi kashi and it's done by the same studio who's doing that other short anime that has no absolutely no appeal to it about three high school girls yeah uh and once again this one is about a shop owner that has multiple female characters in it surprise the art looks really good. That's all I have for that one. Like, seriously? Okay, to be completely honest, for me, as an anime watcher, this winter season of anime, and as all winter seasons have usually gone, seem really light. I really don't have much interest in much of the anime going on, which is great, because I'm going to try to mostly focus on catching up on older anime. That's true. Like, I want to jump on Nisekoi, I want to jump on Gate... I want to watch all my Tenshi Muyo. That's what I'm going to focus on until you tell me to watch another one. So, like, I'm going to watch... As in me or anybody else? You. Yeah, you. Me specifically. You specifically or anybody else who wants to email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. So, um, I don't know. I'm feeling hungry. What do you think? Yeah, sure. You want to try some snacks? Let's do it. And, hey, this is actually what we're doing, just a preview of these snacks, because if you guys didn't notice, there was an episode... That jumped out out of nowhere called uh, Japanese Snacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll put the link in the <laughs> Surprise! And it yeah. had Cap from Nerdy Show in it. So Jonathan wants to do a second episode and even a third episode eventually. Yeah, there's going to be a video to go along with this uh, segment. So check the, whenever that comes out, check it out. You're also going to have ex- a little bit of extended versions with probably. this one probably. Yeah, because we have stuff that works in video and not in audio. Yeah. We're gonna be trying uh, a whole bunch of different things. We actually went to the H Mart in our uh, in Boston, um, Central Stop, right off there. There's an H Mart. It's a Asian market. Uh, there's curry restaurants and there's Japanese pastries. I actually think one of them's Paris too. But uh, there's a there's a food market back there too, and I just ravaged the candy aisle. There were chips there. There was candy cookies. Whole bunch of cool stuff, but I definitely wanted to try some more candy. Mm, boy, the thing I like about Japanese candy is that they're all organic. Like most of the ingredients they see them, it says soybean on there, and there's no artificial coloring or anything like that. Most of it's real fruit juice and all like that, that, that estrogen. Gotta like that estrogen <laughs> in soy. Yeah. What?
Okay. That's what makes these muscles. <laughs> so uh, I I got a whole bunch of different Japanese snacks. Uh, I, I, some of them I can't even read because they're not even in English, which is cool. Uh, you can probably read them, but you don't know what it actually says, right? I can read the hiragana. Yeah, and then it and then it stops because it gets to the to the other stuff. Um, so let's start off with some Japanese snacks. Uh, I can't believe so many times I said Japanese snacks already. Anyways, we have uh, ramen ramen flavored gummy candies. Gotta like that ramen. Yeah, <laughs> that that money get that ramen. Um, they're just basic gummy snacks, um, but they're ramen soda flavored, and I don't know if any- Open it! No I, I, I don't know anybody who's had ramen. You, you haven't had regular ramen, have you? I don't think I've even ever had ramen. I'm just- Ever? I'm not really a soda drinker, so I don't really care to. Yeah, oh. The second I open this up, it smells like- Oh my gosh! That smells like a dentist's office. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It smells like that fluoride stuff, but um, I, the thing that I always thought was weird about ramen soda is that it's just kind of like soda flavored. You can't define what original ramen tastes like. So I, I just described it as kind of like Sprite, but it's just like soda. And they're individually wrapped. Yeah, yeah, they come individually wrapped in the package, and then the gummy itself... They, and I can't believe the smell is so strong when they're individually wrapped. They're slimy. I don't know how I feel about that. Real slimy. Alright. I guess let's go. <laughs> I'm eating toothpaste. <laughs> Bubblegum flavored toothpaste. <laughs> There's a... <laughs> There's a, a good flavor at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's actually, um... So, okay, so when you first stick it in your mouth, it tastes like toothpaste, and it's gross. The other taste is pretty good. Yeah, but, like, um, there's a sweetness to the back of it. It has, like, a little bit of, um, a tangy sour flavor to it as well. Yeah, you kind of got to work your way towards it, but that aftertaste is actually rather satisfying. Yeah, hang on. I'm going to try another one. It's kind of like, um, a sour... It's kind of like a Sour Patch Kid. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it's sour than sweet. Where this is like, it's gross and it's good. It's a six second journey. Yeah. But the the end is worth it. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, that was a new experience. Yeah, really. right? I know. Um, but it, it actually, it, lasts, <laughs> it, it authentically tastes like a ramen soda. Like, it? it's legit. I, oh, I, that's a new experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that the bubblegum toothpaste flavor is a, is a little bit more extreme. Like, you kind of get that feeling when you taste ramen but it's not as intense before. Good to know. Yeah. Next one that we have is this, um, is, is this, these, uh, these here, this <laughs> packaging says, um, Anene, I think it is, or Anene, or I think it's Anene. So, so we have this Anene, uh, this kanji right here says, Mixu. And, uh, so. You don't it, say. So it's Anene Mix, and that says, uh, Mixu. And, uh, that's how they go. And, oh, we also have this, uh, uh, taspuri, and this taspuri 170 grams. So, what does that mean? Okay, so these, I think what they are, I, when I went shopping, I just kind of went all out and just said, oh, that looks interesting, and I took it. But, um, these have lots of different flavors in them. Yeah, there's like strawberry. So this one, that's a strawberry flavor. And lemon. 
And I think what they are is they have fizzy stuff on the inside of them. Oh, really? And I kind of had one of these before, if, I, if I'm if i thinking what they are. And I actually had a Russian version of them. This one's great. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's a blue one in here, which is... Oh, no. It's not a good blue. It looks like it's uh, soda flavored again. I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. I'll try. I'm going to try a lemon. Okay, I'm going to try the strawberry. This is a cherry. Oh, no. That, that's yeah, cola. This is cola. Cola, cola flavor. Yeah. That's gross. Maybe. That should be good. Yeah. I'm going to... You do lemon. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do, do strawberry. Whoa. That's... It's huge. Yeah. Mmm. It it's pretty authentic, just like basic candy. Ah. But this is gonna take forever. As quick as possible. <laughs> this thing is huge in my mouth. Yeah, humongous. But the strawberry is great. Yeah, and so is the lemon. I left my tooth, not the candy. <laughs> There's no fizz. No? No. This is just a big wad of candy. I haven't gotten there yet. It's good though. Yeah, uh, I really enjoy that strawberry flavor. It's pretty much just the most American thing that we've had in this batch so far. In any of the candies I've ever tried. Everything else has been pretty uniquely flavored, but this one is just basically the same thing that you could get in an American candy. Yeah, so if you like hard candy, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. That's a reliable candy, the... Um, what do you want to try next? You want to try a weird one? Yeah, let's not do a hard candy again, because we have another hard candy here. Alright, so let's do a palette changer. Let's go next with some uh, matcha pocky, which is green tea cream. Everybody loves pocky. Have I ever tried green tea before? Mm-mm. I always found it how disappointing how many pocky you get in a box. Well, it's kind of like the potato chip rule. It's almost like somebody has eaten half the bag by the time you um, yeah. have gotten to it. Smell is strong. Yeah, that smells like tea. Ooh, boy. Ooh, wow, there's actually a lot in here. Tea is okay. I kind of like tea, but it's not my favorite. Like, I definitely don't like... Um... Yeah, I just want to grab a weird one because, I mean, Pocky's pretty regular. You know, out of all things, you don't just find any weird things in We're Pocky. We're not going to play the Pocky game. <laughs> no, we are not going to play the Pocky game. Okay. <laughs> Good. Because I wasn't, I wasn't going to. Okay, good. Mmm. Could I eat it? Yeah, I could. You're gonna go for a second one. Yeah. Um. Definitely tastes like tea. It tastes like tea. Uh. It tastes like you are, you know, licking tree bark or. <laughs> um. It tastes like flowers. Yeah, or like <laughs> you know, sticking a plant in your mouth. But it's pretty good. It's you know, creamy. It it like it's it tastes the way a horse barn smells. <laughs> but but pretty good. I keep eating them. Yeah, I know. It's the coating is smooth like chocolate. Yeah. Wow, I can't stop eating them despite the horse barn. I okay. think that's better than like now like I don't know. Because I keep eating them, so I'm thinking, like, it's, it's just so different from a chocolate flavor. You know, everybody knows what chocolate tastes like. Yeah, right. Um, but it's so different from that, that it's more enjoyable. And I got I, I recommend it. I, I do. I highly recommend it. I this. recommend green tea poppy. And um, I, uh, my nerd confession is, is 
I really... I probably had Pocky once. Mm-hmm. Years ago. I mean, I was probably still in high school. Um, and this is a good start. Oh, this is good. I saw these and I had to buy them. I, I have no idea what these are. Oh, here we go. There's actually English on the bottom. QB uh, Rop. This is neat. From forever ago. This is neat. They're, it's, they're all packaged by two, but they just have a bunch of different random flavors in each pack. Ooh, the bag actually smells too. It's not as it's not as strong as smelling the ramene candy through, but oh hey look it actually has a little guide on the back too that says uh, what flavors they are in Japanese. But yeah, so what we the colors can't, are. So you can't understand. No, no, you can because they're in English on the front in the same color. Man, we're gonna have to try so many different flavors. Hang on, let me try the musket one. Well, yeah, 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 here's, here's one. And this one also has. Oh jeez. Um, <laughs> that's either, I think that's strawberry, I think that's strawberry, because peach is a lighter color, I think. Yeah, and I got, um, lemon and boysenberry, I think? No, Boys no, 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 um, grapefruit, grapefruit and boysenberry. Alright, let's try muscat. That's, the, that one's the easiest because it's the only green one in the package, but there's multiple levels of pink and there's multiple, multiple levels of other stuff. Yes, cube it up. I already like it. It's just a hard candy. Again. <laughs> what? It's such a weird flavor. It's fruity with like a little bit of earth flavor to it. And then mothballs. What? You're talking about the mousquet, right? Yeah. No, yeah, specifically this flavor. Mine's great. The boysenberry? Really good. I'm trying to place that flavor. Cause I don't want to say mothballs. You just did. No, but... Twice. Oh, look, a double pack of Muscat. I'm gonna pop both at the same time. The Muscat has probably the least amount of flavor in it compared to the rest of them. Yeah, I don't even know like what that fruit is. Now, we have a computer in front of us. Oh, dude, it's a white grape. What? Huh. Well, that one definitely did not taste like a, uh, or, no, a green grape, you know, so. Yeah. Melty blend. There are a bunch of different flavors of Melty Blend chocolates. Uh, they ha actually had a green tea version of this one too. And um, a bunch of other, I'd like strawberry, all that kind of stuff. But this one I got Royal Milk Tea, which I found very interesting. Royal Milk Tea. So it's like chocolate coated Royal Milk Tea. And, uh, oh, but I... Uh-uh. First things first. Allergy information. It contains milk and soybeans. This product was processed in a facility that also processes food containing tree nuts. Okay. Okay. Uh, fish and crustacean shellfish. So uh, that sounds like it's Japanese. Yeah, really. Uh, and <clears throat> when are we gonna get the shrimp flavored melty blend? Ooh. Yeah. Right. Mm. Also individually wrapped. And these are like bullion cubes. I wonder if that's like what they're supposed to be. Like you're not supposed to actually eat them like this. Like, you're supposed to, like, throw them into a flavoring. Oh, that's a really good idea. Well, it's melting in my hand. Ugh. Oh, no. Bah, chocolate. No. Yeah. It's a cube of chocolate. Okay. What the heck? Disappointment on all levels. No, it tastes really good. It's pure chocolate. But it, ta it tastes great. I, I almost want to believe, though, that they're not meant to just be eaten straight. Yeah, you can eat them straight, like mm -hmm. we just did, 
that's totally fine. But they really seem like bullion cubes. You know, like you can... They're light, they're very light and airy. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely... It's kind of like a Three Musketeers bar. A little bit. It's not like chewy and fluffy like one though. You, it feels like it's, it's a hard candy, but it's soft, like it melts in your mouth quicker. I do like it, but in all honesty, I'm not a fan of just pure chocolate. I think it's better than just pure chocolate though. As far as like a uh, milk chocolate flavor goes, it's not that. Uh, and I do not like milk chocolate. I'm a dark chocolate kind of guy. And the fact that this is like milk tea chocolate is is much, much more satisfying. Much more satisfying. Yeah. So then we have uh, every burger. Every, every, sorry, every burger. I've actually, um, I've actually had these before. Uh, this was like when I was in college now, not high school like Pocky was, but unless those are individually wrapped and this is some kind of like convenience store, like this is the convenience store box. Let's, oh, let's find out. Nope. Nope. <laughs> they, oh, that's amazing. They look like, you know when it, when the, when you were a kid and the first time that you saw, uh, that, that cookie cereal? The chocolate chip cookie cereal. Oh, the cookie crisp stuff? Cookie crisp, there you go. They are, they, yeah. They come in a little tray. And they're just little tiny burgers. They even got little sesame seed -esque things on them. Okay, so they have chocolate in them, but they also have something else that looks like cheese. But it's obviously not cheese. That's a little strange. Mmm. The bun is yeah, very weedy. It, that's exactly what I was going to go straight to, was the bun. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing you taste. Hang it's on. one of the only things that you taste. Yeah, the, the chocolate is a very light flavor. Hang on, I'm going to take it apart. It's not a strong flavor on the bun, but you do taste it for some reason. It kind of cancels everything out. The cheeseburger cheese. And it has a little bit of a sesame flavor to it, too. I can't tell what the cheeseburger cheese is at all. It could just be a garnish. There's no real flavor to it whatsoever. Chocolate is obviously chocolate. There's not a lot of whole, a lot of flavor to this, at all. I tell, I can definitely tell I'm eating a chocolate snack, so the flavor is not overwhelming. And if I eat too many of them, I'll get sick of them, or just sick in general. Yeah, that too. All right. Lastly, though, we have to wash it down. And I got a ramen. Um, but this time it's it's lychee. Teach me, Miss Lychee. Email us if you know what game that's from. Gonna spoil my dinner. I've never had lychee before. I'm glad you only bought one. I never even... Can I do it? I've never done it before. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know what to expect from a lychee flavor, because I don't know what lychee is. Hold it away from my computer, please. Yeah. Hold it up. What? Hold it up a little bit. Did I do it? No. Did I do good? Did I do good? Can we drink it? Yeah. There we go. Ooh! It has like a smell of a Starburst pet, like when you unwrap Starbursts. Hmm. It's weird. It's good, but it's weird. No, that's good. Hang on. Whoa. <laughs> so whatever, you know, I've never actually had a real lychee before, but it tastes, this flavor right here tastes like the, uh, the pink Starburst, the strawberry Starburst. Really? You yeah. Think so? I'm okay with that. Yeah, I like that. Well, I'm sure I, I sure hope you are because you drank pretty much the whole thing. Oh well, you know. Yeah, I, I don't even really know how to describe it. Um, I'm not really getting the Starburst flavor to it, but again, it's kind of like that whole thing that you get with ramen. It's like, well, it's soda flavored. 
I don't know. I disagree. I think it's. I think it is pretty fantastic. So I guess that's the end of uh, for this episode. Yeah, okay. there's plenty more that we want to try. We have some more snack episodes in mind. We this is this is your baby, so you know you can do whatever you want. But uh, good good snack episode. Good snack episode, Jonathan. I'm gonna get somebody else. Good snack episode, Jonathan. Cheers. 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 <laughs> so uh, why don't we move on to some fan service? Okay, hang on. Let me finish eating my chocolate first. I'm gonna grab another one. Another one of those chocolates. You ate all of the. Yeah, the bullions. Ate mm. all of the pocky, and you drank pretty much all of the ramen. Eh? Well, it was good. So, and I didn't get. To, I didn't get to. Uh, I didn't get to participate last time. I'm gonna try one of these humongous mixed things that I thought was going to be. Oh, you know what? Here, let me try this one that looks like a drink, and see what that tastes like. This the, will be exclusive to the podcast, by the way. Yeah, the blue one. Yeah, the one that I wanted to stay away from. Holy crap! It's ramenay. Is it really? <laughs> it's ramenay. Does it taste like a dentist office? Yeah. <laughs> no, it actually tastes better. Oh yeah. It it still got that same ramenay taste, but that. Taste at the end of the of the horribleness that we had before comes way sooner. So if you guys are in Japan and you see a blue package on anything, or a light blue package, it's not blue raspberry like it is here in the United States. Like it's blue raspberry everything. If you see a blue package, it's ramenate flavored. That's the pattern I'm seeing. And I think we were kind of wrong, but I was expecting the fizz yeah. on this, but now that I tried this one, it seems like... It's coated in something. Yeah, you know, it seems like it's fizzy. A little bit fizzy. Mm. On the outside, but I thought it was going to be on the inside. But this one seems like... Because I think it, there's air pockets on the outer shell. And so when you suck on it, the air pockets open up and it feels like it's bubbling. Jonathan, I really like these Maiji po- uh, chocolates. The, the melty blend? Yeah, the melty blend bullion cubes that mm-hmm. I stick in my mouth. <laughs> They're really tasty. I like the really poor Photoshop on the front here. Yeah, you know what? I didn't bite it in half to see if that's what it looks like. It doesn't. It just looks like... Yeah, it just looks like a block of chocolate. Yeah. Hmm. All right, let's end, um, let's move on to some fan service. While we, stuff, while we stuff our faces. Okay, so we have a little bit of fan service. Hang on. Yeah, why don't you finish what's in your mouth, idiot? So we had a little bit of fan service. Uh, <laughs> first off, we got a thing shot over to us from Scott. Uh, or Shaded Spider. So Scott sent us a really great animation guide. Uh, this was featured on Dorkly.com, where Dorkly got a hold of animators guides from studios themselves, including Cartoon Network Studios, uh, Mike Judge's Studios, uh, studio that made uh, w- Warner Brothers Studios. There we go. Uh, the sp- specifically, the shows that we had were Adventure Brothers, Rick and Morty, Adventure Time, Batman and King of the Hill. Every single one of those sounds amazing. Yeah, and every single animation guide was completely different. We'll shoot the link over and put it in the description. Uh, it's you. If you guys want to get into that, have any interest in animation at all, you get to read. Just like us. Yeah. You get to read the notes from the animation studio themselves, like from the art director saying, you can't do this, make sure you do this, so then the character will look correct. Uh, it's really cool. I really enjoyed the event. I, I told Scott that I was really conflicted about it. I I really enjoyed the Adventure Time one because you get to see the shapes that they draw in order to animate, mm-hmm. and it makes it so much easier when you draw like that. Yeah. 
but I have such a soft spot for Batman. And, uh-huh. like, the Batman animation guides were like, that is so cool. Yeah. So we'll put the link in the description for you yeah, guys. Yeah, you so guys you can, can check that out. Scroll through all of them and find out how to animate, like, a pro and make character sheets. Yeah. And then finally, we got a new email, a mm-hmm. newcomer email, from JR. And JR sent us, hey, 2015 waifu. We knew this was coming. Yeah. Just, I, huh. As far as the waifu thing goes, that was probably the most difficult category to score because none of us were going to agree on waifus and husbandos. It was not... Sorry. It was not going to happen. So we all agreed on the Hestia thing, even though... Sarah did not. No, but the thing is, though, is... Hestia is not even my personal favorite waifu from Don Machi. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, so I agree that, yes, that Hestia, Hestia won by internet standards. I do like Hestia. Like, I think she has a good soft spot for her character, but is she a brat? Yeah, she's a brat. And is she whiny? Sure. Uh, I, but I could still see why people would get into her. I know why I would get it into that character, but I still think there are better waifu choices in Danmachi. I specifically... Eh, it's taken another one. I specifically liked that uh, elf girl from the bar who was like a hunter. Mm-hmm. She, was, she was a retired hunter. Yep. I liked that girl. Um, but that universe also had dark-skinned girls and cat girls <laughs> like galore. Mm-hmm. And I love my dark-skinned girl characters. Yeah. Uh, especially those Amazonians from the... Like, they're cool. I like them. Oh yeah, from the other yeah. The there other was like the there field. was like the uh, the, the tough, same one that eyes is in. Yeah, there was like the tough one and then the bratty one. Mm-hmm. That's what Jr. said. Their favorite from Don Machi was eyes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So interesting. I think we had a really long discussion about yeah. The, well, because the conflict with eyes. Yeah, too. because a lot of people were like, I don't get eyes. I don't know why. That was from an episode way back. Well, no, no, no. This is from fans too. Like fans were saying that they like did not enjoy eyes as like a potential love interest yeah right they were interested in other love interests for bell other than eyes yeah it's, no it's very true but it's different among other all fans that's why we chose hestia and everybody was angry <laughs> so that's fine we'll braven so thank you very much jr for responding to our choices of 2015 yeah telling us that we're wrong because we agree not everything that we voted for as best of we thought was actually the best of mm-hmm but the internet did. Yeah. Kind of. Shameless plug time? It is shameless plug time. So if you guys want to join in our conversation, maybe you have some Japanese snacks that you like. Uh, we Or maybe, maybe you have Japanese snacks that you want to see on a Japanese snacks portion of the show. Because these videos are going to be coming out because they're really easy to make. Because <laughs> all we have to do is eat good food. If you guys you don't have to tell us to eat. want to recommend Japanese snacks that you want to see on the show, email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also tell us on facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we talk about anything you want. You can find cool news articles that we like to send off. We chat with you guys. You can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime where you can find our podcast if you're not already there listening to it or on SoundCloud slash wickedanime or Stitcher slash wickedanime. I don't know what the wickedanime on Stitcher. <laughs> um, or iTunes. Yeah, iTunes, we uh, get our own channel featured on there so you can rate and review us. Ooh, 
Nerdy Show also has our videos, but you can subscribe to us in our video feed at youtube.com slash wicked anime reviews yeah if you want to watch us stuff our faces yeah and we have yeah the snack video we also have the other snack video it's gonna be there it's great we have lots of new videos kicking off partnership is working great we love it uh and of course you can find us on other assets of the internet such as tumblr.com wickedanime.tumblr.com twitter.com you can tweet us at yo wicked anime which is always fun you can watch us not play games on our <laughs> Twitch channel at Wicked Anaplay. Don't worry, it's coming up, guys. When, when, especially when Naruto comes out, and even Tekken, and ooh, when Final Fantasy comes out, I'll be playing that. Ooh, you can you can guarantee I'll be I'll be streaming some Final Fantasy. Ooh. We also got some new games. Uh, I picked up uh, some free to play MMORPGs off the uh, freaking oh, yeah, store there. Yeah. So here's a fun fact. I used to play. Onigiri on the PC for a little while, and I was even going to do a Let's Play of it, but now Onigiri is featured on the PlayStation Network, and I'm going to be streaming that, maybe, like a little bit, and maybe I'll bring back that Let's Play video. It'll be fun. Yeah, cool. Um, also, guys, keep a heads up, about a month away from Con Month. At this, uh, just about. Yeah, just maybe about. Maybe a little bit more. We got a ton of things to talk about, but I actually think it's going to be a short Con Month because... We also have a ton of things to do. We have to, like, get our panels set up and everything, but Anime Boston is right around the corner, so get prepared, guys, because Con Month is going to... We, but we have some really, We got some great things that we want to talk about. We have about some really month. great episodes in line for I am Con Month. so excited. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to get a good cast for that. Everybody who's coming to Anime Boston with us, it'll be great. Yeah. It'll be a blast. But that's coming up uh, around next month, mm -hmm. so keep an, uh, keep an ear out. Keep an earshot out for our Con Month. Mm. I believe that was everything. I think so, too. Just remember, guys, Japanese snacks. Maybe you guys want to mail us snacks. Be like, hey, I have a snack for you guys. I'm going to mail it to you, but do not mail us, you know. Perishables. Yeah, perishables or... Technically, we can't eat anything that we can send through the mail because yeah. you might poison us. Well, you know, just don't send us any anthrax. <laughs> Throwback to 2001. Yeah, hashtag 2000s. <laughs> hashtag early 2000s. All right, guys, thank you for very much for listening to episode 80 of the Wicked Anime Podcast. We will see you next time, and we're going to sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye. 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 That's me picking up snacks. <laughs> That's what picking up snacks sounds like. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be great. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network, 
And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show to find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming. Visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.